You're listening to From Here with Delia and Dawn. Hi, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of From Here Podcast. So um, I'm here with Delia. Hello. Yes. And so we occasionally have these conversations, right, where stuff is happening with our kids. And, you know, if, if you haven't quite figured out, right, every once in a while when stuff happens to my kid, right, and I need someone to talk to, Delia is one of my go-to people, <laughs> right? You are. And likewise. <laughs> Did you know that, Delia? You're one of my go-to people. Help! <laughs> <laughs> so, so Delia, earlier today, right, you um, – you asked me a question, right? And you had mm-hmm. this great idea, like, oh, we should just talk it out and just like record mm-hmm. it. And so so here's a treat for you listeners, because here's a real life conversation. We have no idea what's going to happen. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Julia has no idea what, what, what I'm going to say. But I, I think, you know, this is a great conversation because this is kind of how I think in real life, sometimes, you know, when we seek support from other parents, right, about things that are happening, right? Um, this is kind of how it goes down sometimes Mm -hmm. right yes yeah and sometimes you just need to like talk it through too to be like wait a second like i don't know what what else i could have said or should have said or could be thinking about or could have done so yeah it's happens in all different ways yeah so all right so so can you tell us a little bit about what's going on give us a little bit of context all right yeah yeah so you know my second grader um basically, you know, was hanging out with me and his little brother for six months and is about to go back to school and, you know, tells me like, mommy, mommy, you know, one of the things I'm like really, really excited for to go back to school like in person is recess. And I'm like, oh, cool. You know, yeah. So tell me about like what you're excited about for recess. And then what he says to me is, I'm really excited to play cops and robbers. And I just like, I'm just like, uh. Okay, so the face that Delia is making right now, right? <laughs> the eyebrows are up, the eyes are you know wide, and 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 she's doing squishy face right yeah, now. Yeah, like so. oh no, like what what do I like what do I say, right? So this is the question that I like had had sent over to Dawn today. Like oh my gosh, like what do I say like to my eight year old kid who basically has barely played with anybody in six months and is like, I'm really, really excited to play cops and robbers. And I kind of pressed him to say like, well, what do you like, like about cops and robbers? And he was like, you get to put people in jail. (laughs) It's so satisfying, mom. (laughs) (laughs) Just lock them up. I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. So... And then I, I, I tried to, like, backpedal and be like, well, you know, like, what if you just played, like, lions and gazelles? You know, like. What the I mean, heck is that? <laughs> like, tag. It's just like the lions are going to chase the gazelles, right? Like, the cops are chasing the robbers. And he he just, like, gave me this look. And he was just like, yeah, but then once the lion eats the gazelle, it's over. You know, he's got a point there, okay? Because essentially what you did there was you replaced uh, police violence with animal kingdom violence. Yeah. Okay, with natural selection. I don't know. Maybe he wasn't feeling that. 
He wasn't fully. <laughs> I think his point was like, you know, I, he, and you know, was like, oh, well, once you, you know, you put people in jail, but then they can like break out or they can, you know, turn the cops on, yeah. you know, like, yeah. but you know, once the lion eats the gazelle, it's like yeah. game over. Game over. <laughs> game over i tagged you the game is over it's not fun mommy so so okay so 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 let's um unpack this a little all right so i think um this might be obvious but let's let's kind of state the obvious here Mm -hmm. all right so what are the what are your concerns with the game cops and robbers i mean mostly i'm like you know are there kids out there who don't want to be chased by the cops Mm -hmm. on the playground you know by the quote-unquote air quotes cops who are their, you know, second grade peers who don't want to be chased by the cops, you know, on the playground and like makes them uncomfortable, you know, at the, at a sort of like really basic level. But then I think more broadly, like, why is this like a fun game? Yeah. Do you have any sense of, you know, where he learned this game? I think it was, I think it's just like the playground. I was sort of like surprised that Mm -hmm. this is still like, the popular game in like second grade i mean it's like barely like different than like cowboys and indians you know which is like something like i remember like when i was little like you chased kids around the playground and but like yeah i think part part of me was just surprised that this was still sort of part of the eight-year-old like playground like mm-hmm. game lexicon you know and also that it was like the one thing that he could point to that he was right. excited for, you know, yeah. it was like, oh he could have just like, stopped at recess. Yes. He right. <laughs> well, I pressed him a little bit to oh, say like, okay, well, okay. what are you, what are you excited for about recess? Oh, you know? Yeah. And yeah, you know, it wasn't even like soccer or, you know, going to the, being on the playground. It was yeah. like right. locking people up. <laughs> do you, so do you, do you get a sense that, um, like a bunch of kids play this or is just is it just him with the I think it's I think I think part of it is because it's sort of like a big group of kids. Uh-huh. Like there's a team that's cops and there's a team that's robbers and like Right. Yeah. 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 And he likes to be like on the robber's side uh, and like he, I was just about to ask you, do you like to play <laughs> cop or robber? So he likes to be on the robber side, huh? Yeah, and like be fast and like get away and like like escape from jail and like free free your friends who are in jail. So I mean, <laughs> see, okay, I I gotta give it up to your kid, okay? Because <laughs> you could have easily been on the cop side, right? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, you know. So here's the thing, right? I think, in my opinion, I think kids. This is um, an age where they are sorting out, you know, like. I, I think that the, the morality and the value system, right, that we see in playing a game like that is something that is not, you know, it's just not there yet for kids mm-hmm. that age. So for them, it's very innocent, you know, and it's very yeah. super black and white, you know, like my son didn't like cops and robbers, but what, there was like a version of that, that it was very, again, black and white. There's good guy, there's bad guy, mm-hmm. right? There's like... Yeah good guys who are doing good things and putting away bad guys who are doing bad things. Right. And um, I don't know. I mean, have you talked about, you know, um, other, you know, similar types of things with him in terms of like, have you talked to him about, you know, police violence and, you know, stuff like that before? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we've talked about like 
you know, the some of the violence that was happening this summer, you know, we've talked, we've like, we've noticed like seeing a lot of like in our area, like black people pulled over by the cops and like, you know, we've talked about like why that might be and what does that mean? So I think he has, you know, some general sort of awareness, you know, and I think like this is sort of where I felt stuck because I think I I feel like sort of like in his head, it's like, it's just like a game, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? And so like, he's not really like pretending to be like a robber, you know, and they're not pretending to be, you know, actual police officers, you know, but when I hear it and sort of the things that it brings up, I don't know if it's more like on me or mm-hmm. on him, you know, yeah. like where the, the connections are and maybe I'm projecting like too much, but I think also it represents so much of just sort of what's in, you know, like who are the good guys and like who are the bad guys? Like the cops are obviously the good guys in this game, you know, and the robbers or the bad guys are going to jail. And, you know, so I think, yeah, it's hard hard to place like what, where, if I'm putting too much meaning into it more than he sees, but obviously he's picking some stuff up from somewhere, you know, or like, is it just like recess? Like, and should I like not like get on his case about like the games he's playing. And Mm. so it's, you know, there's just so many levels to it. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't think that you're um, being too sensitive or overreacting. I know you didn't use those words, right? Because I think that your heightened awareness is something that we, you know, we as parents should definitely think about, right? Because these many of these childhood games are definitely not value neutral, right? They're, right. Oh, they're, yeah, yeah. There's meaning, right, to it. And if if we miss an opportunity to think about, you know, what our kids are doing or even, you know, um, give them an opportunity to pause and think about it, right? Yeah. Then I think we automatically normalize it. Right, yeah. You know? So I think that, you know... Um, I totally, I think I would have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's not, you know, I don't think that they're, that you're, you're projecting, you know, at all. Right. I don't know. I think this, this one's really hard because um, you can tell just, just emotionally, this is a very satisfying and fun game for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and there's an element of this where, you know, he can be with his friends right? Mm -hmm. And do something that, you know, it's active and physical and he's running around, right? Which right now all of our kids need more of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, you know, I I mean, I think that, you know, what you did gave him a chance to kind of pause and Mm -hmm. think about it, you know. Yeah. And I think what I, as I was talking to him too, like what I started to realize too, is that there's like, on one hand, like there's like the thought process and the questioning for him. Mm-hmm. And it's like a whole different like like ball game for him to like engage with his friends and say, like, hey, like I don't want to play this game anymore. Like that's like a sort of like another thing to work on. You know, there this is like an eight-year-old kid, yeah. you know, and I know, you know, in in social situations, it can be really, really hard to like redirect something you know that if it's you know a fun game for 10 eight-year-old boys like Mm -hmm. that's a hard that's really really hard yeah yeah (laughs) you know like you're not going to just sell them on like lions chasing gazelles you know so I think trying to like separate that for me was like okay well even if they're still going to play cops and robbers 
as long as like I've had this conversation and like started to unpack it like with my child, like that's sort of like the most that I feel like I want to do at this moment. Like I'm not going to like go talk to the teacher or like engage all the parents. Like I, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> we must start a petition. No more calls. Yeah, no. You know, so like I think, I think realizing that like stopping the game on the playground is one thing, but like talk, having the conversation with my kid is like something that I, I can control and like I can revisit and, and support him and engage him around, even if it doesn't change the game on the playground, like tomorrow, you know, but I wanted him to kind of think about like, just, you know, what, you know, I know he was really excited, but what if there was, and I said to him too, like, what if there's like one person that doesn't feel good about this game Mm -hmm. and like, they don't want to say it because everyone else loves it. Like, how do you think they feel, you know? That's um, such a good question. What did he say? He was just like, I don't know. I think everyone likes it. Mm. You know, I mean, that's sort of, Mm. but I think that's very like eight year old kid, you know, like I love it. So why doesn't everybody else love it? But I want him to like have that thought in his head. Like, especially if, I mean, our school like isn't super, super diverse and there's not a a lot of black kids. Like there's probably like two black kids in every class. Like, so if you're like the one black kid in the class, like one black boy in the class, like, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And you don't feel good about this. How are you going to raise your? How are you going to tell your friends right. like, "Hey, like, yeah, I don't want you to chase me. Like, this is scary." You know. So I just yeah. want him to have that thought in his head. But I think it's, you know, I think that's a hard sort of empathy kind of thing for you know younger kids to really like mm-hmm. understand and be able to get. But mm-hmm. I think, I think he's, I think he sort of logically sort of understood it, but sort yeah. of couldn't imagine like well, I don't think my friends feel scared yeah. like yeah when the you know the kids who are the cops chase them you know yeah. but I who knows you know I think that's the part that's really hard and heartbreaking and I think you know I'm like I'm like that super empathetic person I'm like oh my gosh like what if there's some parent on the other side who's like trying to coach their kid through like yeah I don't want to play cops and robbers on the playground it's super scary and I don't know how to tell them to stop you know right. like that's sort of yeah. where yeah. Where my like heart goes to imagining because you know, you don't you don't know, you know. So it's Yeah. Yeah. It just that, sort of feels that like compassion is so important. I think what you just what you just shared right there is a way in which we can think about not only our own kids, but right, think about what our other what their friends, other kids are going through, but also what parents might be going through. Too, yeah, you know, yeah. and I think that's great, you know, and I think, you know, um, perhaps, you know, some follow up questions around like, you know, how, how do you know when one of your friends is uncomfortable and may not want to do something? Mm, that's a really good question. You know, um, and I've had conversations with my son about that too, because they're oblivious, honestly. I totally agree. They're <laughs> like, what do you mean? I love this. Why wouldn't anybody else love to do this? You know? But, you know, talking through like, every, uh, and honestly, like every time I do this with my son, he's just like, fine, whatever. Okay, mom. Okay, mom. Okay, mom. Right. So it's not, it's not <laughs> as if like, there's like some breakthrough, some light bulb that goes on. Right. But is but I think what happens is just, you know, as you said earlier, you know, you know, having that conversation, giving them pause mm-hmm. and planting that seed, right? So that, huh, you know what? That there's that kid that's doing that thing that my mom told me 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes the kids do when they feel uncomfortable, but they don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then in the moment, he can decide. He can just be like, well, that kid's just got to get over it. I like this game. Or like, oh, maybe we should, you know, maybe I can do yeah. something. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But I mean, so for me, you know, the, the thing that just drove me really like nuts was um, my son uh, really loved to play games where there were guns, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> which is like cops and robbers, like, you know, that really, that's like a version of yeah. good guy, bad guy, right? Yeah. Like guns, right? And, you know, he would talk about the kind of gun he wanted, like, oh, wow. The, yeah. I mean, the, I mean, this was like, you know, <laughs> and in retrospect, I think I, I went about it all wrong, right? I shut mm. it down. I was like, guns are <laughs> bad, you know, <laughs> guns in this and guns in that, right? And, and I think what ended up happening was he stopped talking about it with me mm. because mm-hmm. instead of, really having the chance to um, think about it, right? What he learned was mom doesn't like guns mm-hmm. and we can't talk about it mm-hmm. because every time I say something about guns, she's going to flip out. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we're friends because this, this is like, oh, the gun conversation is like really right. difficult. Yeah. But, you know, so, but I think, you know, now that my son is older and I look back, right. I'm like, I think, Trusting them also means trusting yourself, right? And the parenting jo- job that, you know, we've done is like trusting them to work through it on their own, right? Like there's something healthy in fantasy, you know, and make believe mm-hmm. and, and giving them that space. Cause I, I feel like that's part of childhood to play these really like for us, very un-PC, like very real life, like problematic kind of games, right? And then working through it, but being there to support them through whatever phase they are and going through, you know, playing the very problematic make-believe thing. Mm -hmm. And I wish that I would have done more of that embracing, right? Instead of like shutting down, instead Mm -hmm. of saying like, that's not okay. You know, do you know how many kids die from, you know, guns that are not locked up at home and blah, 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 right? (laughs) Then I also made him like scared, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. But it's, um, you know, but I think, you know, we do the best we can. And I think that, you know, when stuff like this happens, I always look for an, uh, another opportunity, like a very organic moment, you know, to be like, hey, so, you know, there it is again. And what do you think? Has, right. has your thinking changed and all that? Right. And, um, if I were to do it again, I would not have shut down, you know, that, that fantasy, you know, that make believe, you know, around gunplay, which I yeah. think is like actually very healthy, not only for boys, but like, I think all kids. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a really good, con- really good point about like, not just like shutting down the conversation. Like, no, we don't do this period, but trying to figure out how to yeah actually talk more about it. And I think it's, you know, I think, yeah, I feel like aid is sort of like this weird, for me, it like feels like this weird middle ground where it's like he understands like a lot, but then he's also still like really little, he's like in, in some ways. Yeah. yeah, you know, and 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 it's hard, you know, because I think he's grown up kind of like 
thinking and assuming sort of like that, you know, police are like helpers, mm-hmm. you know, and like that's sort yeah. of like a very preschool, like preschool right. book, you know, kind of yeah. like, yeah, like everywhere. They you are, know, you can- and they are, right? And they can be, right? However, yeah. You know, they're also they also can be really problematic, but you know I think a friend friend of mine you know said to me right can a child when is it that your child can comprehend a more nuanced understanding of good right God, these God. like grays yeah right and yeah you know I think for me even right now my son at eleven right there are certain grays that he just he still can't not yet yeah yeah it's hard. It's right. really hard. Yeah. So the most important thing for me is just to make sure that he can continue engaging me, like telling me things and also engaging in open and curious conversation. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That's wise that, about this. And- yeah. That's the thing like I'm still working on because I could be super, <laughs> you know, there's certain things like that's bad. You shouldn't do that. Right. That's a total <laughs> overreaction, like complete. <laughs> But I think what you did was really, you know, to, to engage him, you know, where he was at and to think about, well, you know, yeah, some kids may not want to play it. Right. Yeah. So I would be really curious to hear what happens. Yeah. Well, so here's like the COVID like kind of sad part is that like, because there's like basically like 10 kids in his class. Uh-huh. And like half of his class is like boys, and he mostly plays with boys at the play on during recess. There's only basically like five kids uh-huh. to play with during recess, so I think there's like not enough oh, for no. cops and robbers. <laughs> oh. oh, after all of that, I know. So he's like, "Yeah, we've been playing basketball at recess." <laughs> oh, so he already went back, and they already tried. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like. Oh, and I kind of wanted to ha- be able to like have the follow up oh, and just sort of like <laughs> it's like no, you know, we don't play with that one kid, those kids, and so like me and like these two other kids have been playing basketball. Just like oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> like, but I was so ready to talk to you again. I want to talk more? Oh my god, I had it all planned out. Oh, <laughs> like that's the worst. You're like, you know, something happens, and then you go away, and you think about, it, you're like, all right. Okay, right. pl- more more plan, yes. more questions. Okay. And then like you're waiting and you're waiting and then the, and then you're like, so, you know, and then kids like shut you down. You know, you're like, oh <laughs> it's like literal recess, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Basketball. <laughs> oh yeah, that's not problematic at all, you know. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even make that, you know, comparable to cops and robbers. <laughs> you know, like, you know, horses. I can't make horse like cops and robbers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, so, but I think, I mean, I, I feel like it'll, the conversation will be back and in some way, shape or form, you yeah. know, but, you know, I think, I think, I think, you know, my kids are pretty used to me kind of saying, you know, why do you think that, you know, or why is this? So, you know, they, there will be more. Don't worry. I know there's going to be more opportunities. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. My kid uh, this week was like, I think he got like fed up with me, and he was just like, "Why do you always ask me how I feel about everything?" <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? That's a conversation for another time. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. That's a good one. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Well, it was great chatting with you, Delia. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> All right, listeners, that's it for this episode. So, you know, if you're listening and you have other thoughts for us, Or questions that your kids are asking you. (laughs) Absolutely. Thoughts, questions, right? Let us know. Uh, You can find us on Instagram at uh, From Here Podcasts. And if you visit our Instagram as well, we have uh, the link to all of our podcasts so you can catch up on the latest episodes. So thank you for joining us for uh, another quick conversation between um, Delia and me. So Ah, thanks, Delia, for sharing this example. Yeah, no, thanks for talking through it with me. Yeah. All right, listeners, we'll see you soon. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye.